0: The Hard Shoulder on Newstalk. With Nissan Subscribe and Drive. No deposit, no compromise, no fuss. Find out more at Nissan.ie.
1: Now, as always at this time on a Monday, Sinead Ryan joins me in our Consumer Corner. This week, our consumer guru and presenter of The Home Show on Saturdays, Sinead Ryan, is looking at the consumer protections for elderly and vulnerable people. What can banks, utility companies and state agencies and other organisations do to make sure people are looked after and that they aren't subject to scams of financial manipulation, either by the institution or by nefarious individuals trying to let on to help them? Well, Sinead, first of all, let's go through the safeguards that are there.
0: Sure. Um, I just thought we'd cover this around Christmas because there's a lot of people who would be vulnerable Around this ki- time of year, just because there's more money around, you know, there's more uh, kind of operators out there that shouldn't be there. The central Bank is after sanctioning nine unauthorised firms purporting to offer quick, fast loans to people, you know, who really have no business doing so. They're rogue operators. So I just thought we'd look at it uh, from a kind of a general viewpoint. And um, in fairness to the banks, I know I'm normally c- On this show, given out about one or another thing that they do. But in fairness to them, I have to say that all banks now have what are called vulnerable customer policies. Staff dedicated to looking after people, you know, who wouldn't maybe be as savvy or across things as other, as other customers. And it's not just the elderly. Um, For instance, gamblers make up a significant proportion. So these are people who would self-select. Um, with banks. In other words, they'd say, look, I'm aware I have this uh, illness. I don't want to make it worse by being allowed to withdraw bunches and loads of money and all that. Uh, And they will be um, identified. People with mental capacity issues, maybe, you know, uh, following an illness or a stroke or a head injury and those suffering financial abuse. And bank staff, for the most part now, are trained uh, by different organisations to spot this you know, to handle it sensitively and to maybe pull customers aside and ask them, "Are you absolutely sure you're doing the right thing here in terms of making big withdrawals or checking statements and things like that?" So it's a voluntary code, um, the BPFI, the Banking Payments Federation. I was talking to them about it uh, recently, and they said, "Look, it's voluntary code, but the banks have more or less signed up to it." Uh, so they gave me some interesting examples. Of who might be considered a vulnerable customer, so you might get somebody they they knew of a of a you know cases where you might have an elderly person coming in, say, with a very helpful, in inverted commas, nephew or you know his grandson or somebody say, listen, I'm looking after all of Nana's money now or Auntie's mm. money. You give everything to me. She signed over everything here, let's set up a joint account so that I can pay her bills. Now, that might be very well-meaning and helpful advice, but it could also put that person at great risk. Um, so the bank would suggest in that case, fine, set up your joint account, but only for the bills that are literally going out of the account to pay for very known things like your gas and your electricity. Do they have the power to do that? Well, they like don't. Like if, if sorry, just put it the other way, say everything's bona fide
1: with this uh, helper and and suddenly the wishes of the elderly person. Uh, You know, I mean, it's quite a subjective thing. It
0: really is. And this is why it's so difficult. In fact, there's new EU legislation coming out now, um, next year, which um, is called the Assistant Decision-Making Directive. And it's more or less telling banks, you have to do whatever your customer wants, right? And the customer, if this, this elderly person, that pension is going in, you know, it is a very sticky one. So what the banks will do in some cases is maybe gently take aside the individual separate separate it and say look are you absolutely certain you're doing this here's another alternative you may like to consider a joint account there's nothing wrong with so it, subtle enough. it they try to make it as subtle as possible Bank of Ireland by the way they've set up um, a vulnerable customer unit down and Carlisle. they've eight specialists, at least, trained by various organisations, including places like the Rutland Centre, Sage Advocacy, Age Action, people like that. They identified 400 customers in the first month uh, that that would be considered that. And they're people who have particular care needs who they suspect... Maybe suffering financial abuse or you know have addiction issues or whatever, so it is important to do, but you 're quite right you can 't kind of point at somebody and say you 're not allowed to do this uh, because we think it's it 's not right um the b p f i gave me another example of somebody who you know somebody who'd have a very um, cautious spend, in other words, their bank statement would show you know, shopping in Tesco's and petrol in the Texco, whatever. Uh, very ordinary bills, rent and things like that. And suddenly there'd be a whole load of transactions, maybe in Temple Bar or, mm. you know, in nightclubs or whatever. Now, you wouldn't be sure. Is that person, be, has their card been skimmed or actually? Well, the old one will hardly be in Temple Bar now. Well, yeah. I, you never know. Maybe somebody has borrowed their card, maybe to help them get money out of an ATM. So that kind of thing can alert staff just to say, "Listen, are you 100? percent Give them a quick call. Do you do you think you may be?" Tell a me, riskier? has the
1: pensioner just say it's a case of gross abuse? Have you any comeback against the bank and say you should have stopped this?
0: Oh gosh, it's very hard one. I I don't know that you no, do the unless the person has maybe um, forged a signature and the bank hasn't checked it against the original signature. You would have come back there, but that's, okay. that's not what's and happening could here. Could the bank
1: do this and say, look, I'm looking at Frank there and he's now 92 and he's come in with his cousin John or his, his, his nephew John uh, and, and they think he's got dementia. Could they ask for a medical check to be done?
0: So uh, there's no legal basis for this. So the bank cannot say we are not doing this unless you can prove that. It's a voluntary thing. But well, could you ask for a up. certificate but to say could, they're of sound mind? I think what you could possibly do is suggest to the person that maybe the the transactions that they've witnessed aren't coming across as bona fide, they're not coming across maybe as the right way, and maybe they might like to talk to their doctor or talk to somebody about it. But, like, honestly, Ivan, they can't just demand we're not going to allow the money out unless you have a doctor cert. I mean, if all other things stack up. Well, so it's not just financial very
1: institutions we're talking about. What's happened no, with the National Lottery?
0: It's not. So the National Lottery, they have... Um, the
1: competitions with no prizes, did
0: they, they? They did. God, they're really getting into trouble these days. And anyway, I, well, we won't. it's a whole different show why we should have sold the lotto or not sold the lotto. But anyway, um, they have a vulnerable customer registry. So you can, if you're somebody who has a gambling addiction, for instance and and I know that a lot of the bookies do this as well Um, you can register yourself with them and just say look do not let me gamble is pretty much what you're saying Um, but they got wrapped recently by the regulator because they allowed 19 of their registered vulnerable customers to continue playing and uh, you know upwards of 8,000 euros was spent in this way even after they had self-excluded so they got wrapped for that they had to refund it and all that kind of thing there's a lot of banks in the UK now have taken up vulnerable customer registers and, and made them kind so of So it's not just
1: very old and elderly people, Definitely it's, it's not. lots of people with addiction issues. Yes yeah.
0: and, and also people with head, uh, there was somebody the BPFI told me about um, a case where somebody had a head injury and they had um, uh, suddenly having gone from being a very very prudent cautious person, uh, suddenly there was, there was a lot of gambling being done online which was out of character and the mm. bank branch picked that up um, and was able to talk to the individual about that um, but it's also um, utility companies. So Bord Electric Ireland, and, and different utility providers are also very good at this. They have vulnerable customer policies. So, for instance, um, Bord website, for instance, says if you're critically dependent or you're more at risk, if your say gas was to be cut off because you're on a meter and you can't afford it, they won't allow those cut-offs to happen over the weekend. They'll send you text reminders. They'll send you bills. Either talking bills or a braille bill if you're sight impaired. So there's lots of people come into that vulnerable category. It's not just, it's not just the elderly.
1: Okay, now you have a list of, of, of tips uh, for a vulnerable customer that they should and shouldn't do in relation to uh, being, being, being ripped off. Uh, but the first advice is... That, that you shouldn't delegate your financial affairs unless there's a power of attorney involved. fault.
0: Yeah, or, or at least that you have set something up legally. Um, I know people are incredibly well-meaning and indeed there, must, there may well be some elderly people out there who are so grateful for their child, niece or nephew or grandchild. They're just saying, listen, here's all my bank cards. Here's all my details. Do You know, please do whatever you like. But that's not really good enough. And in fact, the, they should insist on having some kind of of, of a legal um, permit in place or a contract in place. Uh, so even about collecting your pension, I know some of the post offices are very, very good now and they'll pick up if somebody sh- is collecting it that shouldn't be collecting it. Uh, you can, you usually have to Id- put in identification matters and show your cards and all that kind of thing. That's important. Set up all your bills on direct debit. Okay, so stop paying things by cash in dribs and drabs at the post office or in the bank. If you set them up on direct debit, nobody has to go in on your behalf to do that. And never, ever sign blank cheques. Now, look, cheques are making their way out anyway. But I'd be really loath to give anybody my ATM card or a blank cheque even with the bona fides in place that they're just there to pay for the shopping mammy or pay for the bill, granddad or whatever it is. Um, you just really have to have to not do that. And listen, nobody will anybody who's doing this for real and in a kind manner won't mind you saying that.
1: Okay, um.
0: There is um, a HSE information line. I just wanted to mention. Is that an
1: information line or, or a reveal, uh, sort of confidential whistleblower it, line? It
0: is. It's to report suspected elder abuse, okay? And um, it's 1850, 24, 1850. So it's. it's so if you think your neighbor.
1: next door neighbour's getting ripped off by their, their daughter or son, you can actually.
0: You can scream. report it or, or with regard to yourself. Some people get very bullied by their by their family members. Oh, and if you
1: don't want to say it to their face, yeah. you want to go behind their back. Yeah. Well, of course, they'll know you reported them. 1850, 24, 1850. Now, a couple of texts here. here. here's 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 a, here's a good one. Sinead. I, I'm liking this. Uh, my father remarried a lady 30 years his junior. I know where this is going. Yes, to go so on. do I. <laughs> She was dishonest. I know where this is going. Uh, he got dementia, so the bank changed all his accounts into joint accounts under her advice. She put him in a nursing home, sold his house and did a runner with his entire estate, assisted by a solicitor. Oh, my
0: goodness. Isn't that awful? Were they married? I wonder, did he marry her or are they? did he just meet her? Because the,
1: the, the, uh, re, remarried, Yeah, remarried. Yeah,
0: see, so there you go. I mean, if they're remarried, then they're legally you are married. Into and, the honeypot and straight away. well, you know, it, there's a legal status that it's very, very hard to overcome. I mean, that wouldn't be allowed if they weren't married or if she had, you know, was just moved in with them or anything because there's all kinds of checks and balances. I'm afraid the marriage contract um, does Don't get things. married.
1: Okay, she might love <laughs> you and that's fun. grand. Recently, my mother, who's 83, was sent a letter to advise that she would not be getting bank statements unless she rang them to reverse the decision. I set up monthly statements so she could keep an eye on things. All older people should get bank statements as they're not online as part of the service. Like, is, isn't that is not a reasonable point? I couldn't that, that
0: agree more. It is absolutely disgraceful. Banks have started, my own bank is one of them, has started now re- emailing people and writing people to say, we, good news, we are automatically putting you right. on paper-free, paperless transactions. So don't know what
1: their phone bill is or anything?
0: Not a clue. I have paper bills for Everything. And I wouldn't be considered a vulnerable customer. I insist bank statements come out in printed form. My gas bill, my phone bill, my electricity bill. I will not have it. I mean, we're all we all want to save the planet. But goodness me, this is a couple of pages every couple of months. Uh, I think it's worth it.
1: All right. Sinead, Ryan, thank you indeed for that advice and that code in relation to uh, vulnerable customers, be they addicted uh, t- in certain situations or be they elderly. Uh, you have been warned. Thank you as always. Up next, we'll have the business news. Uh, not such good-